Good morning, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Berto Sports Zone, your source for local Happy Friday. News. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Local sports news, information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. Without the stick microphone this morning, I'll be joined uh, today by members of Berto Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders is back in the WBHF studios. We'll hear from some of our other bench warmers a little later on this morning. Today, we'll visit with the two basketball coaches out of Daresville High School, Melissa Winters and Alex Dispro, as they prepare for the upcoming Region 6 AAA tournament. Later, we'll hit on multiple topics, including a local sports update. This week's National Signing Day, the NCAA has some news, and of course, Super Bowl 58. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours and we'll try to keep our mics alive. And we're glad you've joined us for uh, today's Bartow Sports Zone. You can always find us online at bartowsportszone.com. That's where you get your daily dose of local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. You can find us at Bartow Sports Zone. Brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, and Three-Way Campers. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Alan. Back in the studios, it has been uh, interesting already this morning. Always fun when you got to chase gremlins around the studio. We're joined on the Zoom connection by Larry Gardner of the Adairsville Sports Network. Good morning, Larry. Hey, good morning, Charles. How are we doing? Uh, other than the gremlins in Alan's board on my computer and uh, also on the Zoom connection, we're doing just great this morning. We were talking about the uh, Region 6 AAA tournament. I had a whole uh, prepared all week to talk with Coach Winters about uh, her season and the girls' basketball team. Uh, but uh, we're having a few problems with connections this morning. So I know you have been covering the Tigers uh, on and off throughout the season. So, uh, you can kind of tell us a little bit about what you've seen out of the Lady Tigers so far this year. Yeah, absolutely. The The Lady Tigers under Coach Winters this year, uh, they really have played some really good basketball here as of late. You know, and the engine or the stir or the proverbial stir, uh, star, uh, straw that stirs a drink for them is junior point guard Nazaria Roberts. As she usually goes, that determines how the Lady Tigers usually go. But here as of late, you, you're starting to see people like senior forward, uh, McBride comes through in the clutch for them, especially in games uh, that were really important uh, against Ridgeland. And, of course, the, the following week this past Tuesday at Bremen, uh, she was really a, a catalyst in being able to help them get to where they are, being third in Region 6 AAA. When, when they're at their best is when Nazaria, uh, Aaliyah, and, of course, senior, senior guard Alyssa Winters are all doing their their best things. Alyssa is probably one of the best three-point shooters in the region. Uh, Nazaria is probably one of the best floor generals. Aaliyah has done real good with being able to play better defense, blocking shots, rebounding, and, and she's developed a nice mid-range game to complement her talents that has really helped propel the Lady Tigers to where they are. I think there are only really two teams in in the region that will that will be difficult for them to handle um one being the Cahulla Creek Lady Colts and then the other team of course being the the number one seed the the LFO Lady Warriors those those two teams especially the Lady Warriors they are very deep they go usually about six seven deep on their team uh, but overall the Lady Tigers have had a tremendous season 
some some high expectations building upon their their Sweet 16 run last year, and they they are well poised to be able to make another run this year as well, Charles. Well, I believe we've got Coach Winters back on the Zoom connection with us now, so let's bring her in. Coach, we were talking about the tournament that begins on Monday. You guys get to host. I know that has to be exciting for you. Yes, that is very exciting. We're glad to be at home for the next week instead of having to travel all over this region. Well, um, the fact that you don't have to travel each night, uh, that should uh, make everyone happy. Uh, you'll be in familiar confines. Uh, of course, there are advantages to hosting, but there's also uh, the uh, difficulties of having the games played in your gym each night. I hope you're getting some extra maybe administrative and school support help to get you through next week. Yes, we're definitely getting support from all the administration. IRAD, Ray Reese has been great. Just trying to make sure that we all have what we need for next week. Um, we're working closely with the middle school. Obviously, we're going to need a place to practice over the next few days, even right. though we're still hosting a tournament. Both boys and girls still need to practice. So everybody up here is fairly supportive when it comes to things like that. They try to all buy in and make sure that we all are doing what we need to do to get everybody through. Well, let's promote it just a little bit regarding ticket sales. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, will tickets be sold at the door or this, or will this be an online sale only? This will be an on the, at the door and online. We'll take cash okay. at the door. Um, tickets are adults, $8, students, 4 um, There will be a GoFan link as well. Um, so everybody will be able to get in however they need to. Well, since uh, January the 12th, I believe the Lady Tigers have won seven of nine uh, with your only losses coming to those region leaders, uh, second wow. place Cahulla Creek, first place LFO. Uh, do yes. you feel like the, the current run gives you the kind of momentum that you want heading into the region tournament? I definitely think we have the momentum that we want. Um, our girls know that they can win on any given night. They know that they have to bring their best, but they are, when they're at their best, I don't think there's anybody in the region that can beat them. Um, we're still having a little bit of uh, trouble being consistent every night, but it, with the momentum that we're picking up from the region, I think it's going to carry right over and we're going to be okay during the tournament. Well, we've mentioned the uh, top two teams. I know Larry Gardner's on the line with us. He's mentioned those two teams right. as well. What are, um, yeah. what are some of the characteristics and challenges that those two teams are bringing? Well, LFO brings a different pace, which we can run with them, um, but they also bring a different physicality. Um, and that's something that our girls, you know, our girls are strong and they're becoming more physical, um, but uh, that's given us some difficulty in the past. Um the Kahala girls are very active on defense. They run um, a high zone, and that's given us a little bit of trouble finding our post players in our offense. So between those two things, those are probably the two biggest challenges of um, those two groups. However, I think we can overcome those. The girls have been working on it at practice. We've been looking at a couple of different things to counteract some of those things. So I think that we're going to be okay once we get to face them in that second round of the region tournament. 
Well, the Ringgold girls uh, looks like they'll be the number four seed in there, yes. along with Ridgeland, Lafayette, Bremen, right behind them. Gordon Lee, mm -hmm. with only the one region win this year. Is there a dark horse team in that group of teams that uh, could give one of the top seeds a problem in the tournament? I mean, I think Ridgeland's already shown that they can do that. They beat Cahola the other week uh, by two, I believe. Um, and then Lafayette, they're, they're kind of hard to read sometimes. They bring a lot of energy when they come to play. Um, they can hit some outside shots. So either one of them I do really think could um, bring some outside magic. Well, we lost a lot of time that we were planning to have with you this morning due to all of our technical difficulties. But I do want to give you an opportunity to – Talk about this year's seniors. Uh, I think I noticed that you've got three or four seniors on your roster. I'd like to give yes. you a little bit of time to talk about those girls and what they've contributed to your program and their future outlooks. Perfect. Um, so we do have four seniors. Uh, one, Darby Adams. Uh, she's number 34 for the Lady Tigers. She is a post player. She brings a ton of physical presence. She's a big girl when it comes down to the post. Um, and she's doing a lot for us rebounding right now. Um, her future plans include she's going to be an engineer. She's going to Georgia Tech in the fall. Um, and I think, you know, this will be her last run with basketball probably. Um, another senior post player for us. She's got a lot more finesse to her. Um, she's real long and lanky and can run the floor. Um, when she's playing quickly, um, it helps us a ton in transition. She can score points in transition. Um, she's also helping us on the offensive rebounding end right now. Um, her future plans also include to go to college in the fall. Um, I don't think she'll be playing basketball, um, but she is looking at some of those bigger schools um, as well. I think UGA being at one of the top of her choices right now. Um, and then we have Zari Hicks. Seconds. Okay. Uh, Zaria Hicks is another post player for us. We'll lose a lot in the post. She rebounds for us. She hustles. She gets those hustle plays. Um, she's attending college to be in healthcare. And then Alyssa, um, she's one of our she's our senior guard. Um, she brings that outside shot to us, and really, she's the heart and the grit of our team. Um, she brings the energy. She knows when we have to have a stop. She knows when we need a score that IQ helps her uh, helps our team a lot with her. Um, Alyssa knows that she wants to be a physical therapist, so she's going to go to college in the fall for that um, and hoping to pursue basketball as well. Well, that's great. Uh, a great group that you've got there. They've had a nice season. Uh, Larry, I'll give you a chance here in these final few seconds. Uh, I think uh, you'll probably be covering some of that tournament. Yeah, we'll have the entire tournament uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday live on the Adairsville Sports Network at adairsvillesportsnetwork.com. Very good. Thank you, Larry, for joining us. Thank you, Coach Winters. Uh, thank y'all. We'll take a break here on Barco Sports Zone, and we'll be back with Coach Alex Dispro. St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point is proud to present its Pizza of the Month for February. 
the Buffalo Chicken. Just $9.99 for a large. Indulge in this masterpiece featuring seared and seasoned chicken, gooey mozzarella cheese, and your choice of signature wing sauce in flavors ranging from mild to extra hot. Choose the pizza of the month or any of St. Angelo's award-winning specialty pizzas, wings, subs, salads, and desserts at 77 Old Alatoona Road in Emerson and online at stangelos.com. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Alan Sanders, holding down the fort back in the WBHF studios. I'm on the Zoom connection with Larry Gardner and Jackson Hyde now will join us. And we're going to visit now with Coach Alex Dispro, the head coach of the Region 6 AAA basketball regular season champion, Adairsville Tigers. Coach, uh, that has to sound pretty good. Uh, it's got a good ring to it, but we're we're not satisfied, and we're certainly not ready to celebrate. We got two more games to go before we're ready to uh, to uh, get a little crazy. Well, welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Uh, it's been an interesting and an exciting season for the Tigers. But this past Tuesday, down at Bremen, uh, your team was able to close out the Region Six AAA regular season as the number one seed for the upcoming tournament. And more importantly, you've now, I believe, guaranteed yourself a spot in the state tournament, and you that get is... to host the region tournament next week. So all of those accomplishments have to make you very proud. Uh, yes, sir. They, they absolutely do. Um, uh, but like I said earlier, we're, we, we set a goal and a mission early in this season to to be region champions for the second straight year. And and that's where their mindset, uh, we gave them 24 hours after Bremen and we locked in the one seed and locked in hosting, um, and a state tournament bid. We, uh, um, so we got 24 hours celebrating and after that, it's back to business. It's back to work. It's back to the grinding out and doing the hard stuff that that's helped us be successful. Very good. You kind of jumped ahead of me there. That was one of the questions that were, was going to come in just a few minutes, but let's kind of back up again. You started fast on Tuesday at Bremen, uh, kind of kept your foot on the pedal to put that game away. Uh, Jackson and Knowles led the scoring attack, but the big lead early probably uh, allowed you to get a lot of guys in there. I think I noticed that 14 players played in that game, so you pretty much got everybody in there off the bench and got some quality minutes. Uh, yes, sir. We we got out to a pretty hot start and then um, got out to 20-plus in the second quarter. And then uh, we really got a little lackadaisical and coasted a little bit. They cut it down to 18. I think it was even 16 at some point in the third quarter. But then uh, our sweet shooting uh, sharpshooter, Gabe Gomez, hit four straight threes to get it to 30-plus in the third quarter. And after that, we uh, subbed the second group uh, in and four minutes to go in the fourth. And the, the young kids with two minutes to go in the fourth and kind of uh, coasted there for most of the fourth quarter. We'll slide over to Larry Gardner here in just a second for another question, but I know you finished off the regular season now with 10 straight wins. Nine of those were region wins. Uh, coaches like to say they want to be playing their best basketball at tournament time. 
Well, tournament time is here. Are the Tigers playing their best basketball of the year? Uh, we hope so. Um, I think we're finding consistency was a it was a huge key for us this year. We had so many injuries early that we it seemed like we always had different kids on the floor for every single game. We never could find any rhythm uh, due to injuries. And and once our our rotation and and injury situation sort of worked itself out um, around Christmas time. Uh, we just kind of took off from there, but uh, we're not worried about 10 in a row. We're just trying to win the next game. And then when we win that game, we're just trying to win another game. And, and we're just trying to go one and zero every day, whether it be practice or a game. And besides that, we're not worried about what's behind us and we're not worried about what's in front of us. We're just trying to stay in the moment and go one and zero. Larry, jump in here with a question for coach Dispro. Hey, yeah, coach, you, you mentioned the injuries that you had to deal with at the beginning. And I know that was kind of frustrating to be able to work through but it seemed like somewhere about around about around mid-January, things started to click for you. What changed in, in your approach to trying to get everybody some some cohesiveness and some unity that that, that put you on this run that you've been on? Um, honestly, Mr. Gardner, we uh, we had a little bit of a powwow. I was not real crazy about some of our shot selection, some of our, our defensive intensity. And I asked a simple question in the locker room one day after a game, a game we had won, but a game I felt we should have played better at. And I said, who is the star of this team? And of course, nobody was going to be selfish and say me, right? But they would all, every kid would name a different kid. And I said, no, you're all incorrect. The star of this team is the team. And when you start believing that, we're going to reach our potential. But if you think this kid should be the number one option, or this kid should be the number one option, or this kid should be getting the ball, that turns into selfish, fragmented, um, fractured basketball. And that's sort of what I felt like we played early in the year, partially because of injuries and partially because of egos. But once we got down that the star of this team was the team, uh, I think we've taken off from a, a, a teamwork point of view. Coach, the, uh, you're late in the season. Uh, practices kind of change a little bit late in the season. You, uh, there's a lot more uh, repetition and refining and that kind of thing. But uh, are all of your uh, schemes in place uh, heading into tournament time, or are you trying to implement some new items? One of the, the benefits of um, getting a first or second seed is you get a basically a week off. Uh, we, we took a day off and then we went back to it yesterday morning at 530 and then we got practice again after school and then we got three more days before we practice before we play on uh, Thursday. But we've been doing two things. We, we've been refining what we do well, but we also know that the tapes out there, the films out there, teams of scouters, we played them twice. The same stuff's not going to work and, and, and we're going to we're going to add some wrinkles for sure. Um, and that's what we're working on is making sure those wrinkles are, are efficient and they they are similar to what we've already done so that we don't give away what we're trying to do. All right. Well, Coach, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back with more from Coach Alex Dispro. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero-turn and riding models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come explore all the Husqvarna mower options at Elite Stone Supply. Across from Racetrack at 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville on US 41, call 770-387-3007 on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net.
Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Jackson Hyde and Larry Gardner on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios, and we've got Coach Alex Dispro of the Adairsville Tigers on the line with us this morning. Uh, Coach, uh, we now know that Adairsville will be the host for the Region 6 AAA tournament for girls and boys. It cranks up on Monday at 3 o'clock. You have to like the fact that you don't have to travel each night and you'll be in your own gym. Uh, I love the fact. It's a good reward for winning the the regular season. Um, But in the end, it's still just a regular season and you got to win the postseason um, to to really – make your mark or your legacy as one of the, one of the better teams at Adairsville. We talked a little bit about it with coach winners this morning. Uh, but in case people are just tuning in with us, talk a little bit about ticket sales. I think she said they would be available at the door and online. Uh, yes, there's going to be a GoFans link as well as at the door. Um, GHSA passes only. Unfortunately, this is not a Bartow County thing where the, the, the proceeds are going towards us. It goes towards GHSA. And when they're involved, only GHSA passes. You know how that works. Absolutely. Well, as the number one seed, the Tigers will receive two buys in the bracket and will begin play in the region semifinals. So that means you've secured a state tournament berth no matter what happens in the tournament, but your games will help determine the region title and your seeding in the state tournament. It looks like you'll most likely catch either Ringgold or LFO in your first tournament game uh, next Thursday. Uh, with whichever team advances. Is there uh, anything in particular that stands out with those two teams that you can share with us? I mean, they're both uh, very capable of being us if we don't play up to our potential. Uh, Ringgold beat us um, early in the year when we had three starters out with injury, um, but they've got a good, solid point guard. They've got a great shooter, probably one of the best shooters in the region, and he's really, really tough to guard, and then they've got good, solid players around them. Uh, and an excellent coach. And then um, LFO is just good and young and big, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Now, they had nine seniors off that uh, team last year that we beat for the region championship. Um, and so they kind of had a, a cl- complete and total rebuild, but they had a really good freshman group last year. Um, they're big. Uh, they don't have as much scoring potential as Ringgold um, from the perimeter, but they're big and they can pound you. They run They've got a 6'5", 280 guy out there that, that's really a load on the block. Then they run a, another 6'5", forward out there, then a 6'5", shooter, and then another 6'5", forward. Um, and then they got – so they they run 6'5", all across the board besides the point guard and then kids coming off the bench. But, you know, hey, in high school basketball, if you can run four six fives out there, you, you, you got something that's formidable. Well, I know uh, I want to get back over to Larry for another question here in just a second, but I'll ask you this as he gets ready. Uh, you're going to have a, a week and a half off between games now. Are you concerned at all about the length of the layoff? I mean, no, not really. I was a little bit last year with the with that being a new situation for us, but most of our kids returned from last year. They've been through it. Plus, I don't I, – I, I'm a little on a crazy-slash-stupid side, and uh, I don't really back off practices this time of year. Um, we're still going two hours. Now we obviously won't go two hours there before a game, but we still we're still getting them down to court. We're still going live. We're still getting after them. We're still holding them accountable for for effort and, and attitude and practice. And so they're still going to be playing. And they're still going to be up in the court. And the only difference is they're going to have a different jersey on. But we're we still getting after in practice. We're we're not shutting it around and shutting it down and doing shooting and dummy drills. We just don't do that. We, we I'm a strong believer in you play like you practice, and you can't practice often and expect to play hard. 
Larry, jump in here. Yes, sir, Coach. You know, one of the things that I've noticed in, in the, the maturization of this group is how everybody has taken their roles and defined it, whether it's been Gabe and his marksmanship from deep, whether it's been Ben and, and his inside-outside game, whether it's been Tate Jackson and how he just continues to do things, or it's the floor general with Zach Bostel. You know, um, how difficult is it to get the buy-in from the, from the guys that – you talked about it earlier where there is no I in us. This is the team is, is the star. How difficult is that overall to get that buy-in from guys and then not only get the buy-in, but to get them to, to commit to it and then execute it? Well, I think it's different every year with every group that that, that has different set of, of, of mind frame. Um, when I was a younger coach, I would literally define the roles on the board and say, this is what I expected from you. This is not. And it wasn't an organic process at all. Now it's organic. We talk about roles and we talk about how you're best fit and what's the best chance you get on the floor and to help us win. Um, but we don't clearly define them and then reinforce them. And maybe I'm off base on this. I used to do that when I was a young coach, but I, I, I believe much more in an organic process. I, I find the pieces that fit together and then try to gel them. And I think that makes maybe a little later bloom in team, but it also, uh, I, I just, as I've gotten older, I, I've realized that teams that, that come together organically versus being forced. Sometimes you can force a round peg into a square hole and it just doesn't work, but you're still trying to force it in there. Um, we try to organically build them up like that um, and, and try to get them to gel into their roles. Uh, and that throws And then, of course, you do it early in the season and then football comes in six weeks later and then they blow everything up. And that's a good thing. We're glad we add those talent, those kids from football. We love our football kids. They add toughness and athleticism to our team. Um, but then they blow everything we've done up for six weeks. And then we basically have to start back over, for, especially from a culture building point of view. Um, so we we're going to have to uh, cut you off there. We're going to have to go. we got a hard out here, but we appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you so much. All right. I appreciate y'all. That's Coach Alex Dispro of the Adairsville Tigers. Don't stress out over the food for your party this Sunday for the big game. Instead, let the expert crew at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station do the prep for you. Pre-order now and pick up on Sunday all the pizza, appetizers, dips, garlic knots, wings, subs, and desserts you'll need to feed all those hungry football fans. Call 678-719-0495, visit our party experts at 77 Old Alatoona Road in Emerson, or order online at St. Angelo's. Man, I loved playing high school sports growing up. And it's fun being a fan now, don't get me wrong, but sitting in the stands feels like I'm missing out on all the action, you know? I wanted to get back in the game, so I signed up to be a high school official. It takes me back to my playing days. I'm supporting students, and I get paid to make the big calls. Do you want to see the game up close? Sign up to become an official in Georgia at HighSchoolOfficials.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow's Sports Zone as we cruise into the second hour of today's show. We're brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point, and Three-Way Campers. We want to thank our first-hour guests, Adairsville basketball coaches Melissa Winters and Alex Dispro. We appreciate them 
giving up their, some of their time on this Friday morning to talk to you about the Adairsville Tigers and Lady Tigers and their region tournament that's coming up next week, and they will indeed be the host. Let's jump right in. It's time for our local high school sports update. Uh, we know that soccer has started, tennis has started, golf and track and field are just around the corner. Don't worry, we've got it all covered on BartosportsZone.com. But on this show, we'll uh, focus today on the sports that are deep into their seasons and the postseason. First of all, congratulations to Woodland's Grayson Moore. Uh, he's a, a swimmer at Woodland, a sophomore. He finished ninth at the GHSA State Finals in the 50-yard freestyle event. His time in the finals was 22.34 seconds, which was barely over a second behind the state winner in that event in his classification. The top 10 in the race uh, were all within 1.6 seconds of one another. So that 50-yard freestyle, very closely uh, uh, contested, very tightly contested, but uh, congratulations to that young man as he earns a top 10 at the state swim meet. The Woodland Boys 200 free relay team was 25th in the prelims. The Boys 400 free relay team was uh, unfortunately disqualified for a false start, but Woodland with a nice showing at the state meet in Class 5A. Also, Cartersville's Margarita Miniati was 35th in prelims in the girls' 50-yard freestyle. The Adairsville Boys 200 medley relay team of Gabriel Greenway, Brayden Riser, Eli Burke, and Luke Altizer, they finished 10th in Class AAA, uh, in that event, the Tigers 200-yard freestyle relay team was 14th. And, of course, that was uh, Greenway, Altizer, Riser, and Dylan Barrett. The Adairsville boys finish in the top 15 in Class 3A, and the Woodland boys were 32nd in Class 5A. It's turning to wrestling, the Adairsville Tigers have 12 individuals at the Class AAA sectionals this weekend at Kahula Creek High School up in Whitfield County. Uh, the top six in each of the weight classes from that sectional will advance to the state finals in Macon next week. And Woodland and Cass, they each have 11 individuals uh, at the Class 5A sectionals this weekend at Harris County High School. Cartersville will have seven individuals competing there. And uh, again, it's just like the AAA. The top six in each weight class will advance on to Macon and the state finals next week. Looking at our basketball tournaments, I did not get a result on the Excel girls last night. They were playing Praise Academy in their tournament at Powder Springs. Uh, the boys did beat the Stonehaven School out of Marietta in their region semifinals last night. So they have reached the championship game of uh, their gaps, region one of division one A. And for the third time this year, they will face a unity Christian team that's beaten them twice earlier in the season. So it will be Excel and unity in the championship game tonight at 630 that game is at Praise Academy down in Powder Springs, and that's a 6.30 tip for those of you that want to go down and catch that game. The big news this week, the Adairsville boys won the regular season title in Region 6 AAA, so the Tigers will be hosting the region tournament. 
that begins on Monday. They host for both the girls and the boys. There will be four games each day starting at 3 p.m. on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. Of course, the uh, crucial games are on Monday and Tuesday. Those will be the games that determine who gets to the semifinals and the finals on Thursday and Friday. And, of course, if you make it to the semifinals, you've guaranteed yourself a spot in the state tournament, and the Adairsville boys are already there. They will receive two buys and will play on Thursday evening, I believe it is, in the semifinals. So uh, they have already guaranteed themselves a spot in the state tournament. It's just a matter now of where their seating will fall. The Adairsville girls will need one win. They are a three seed heading into that tournament, so they'll have to win one game to get to that semifinal round in six triple a the other three schools cartersville Cass, and woodland will be in the region 75a tournament next monday wednesday and friday that will take place at the storm center on the campus of cartersville high school uh, heading into tonight's games because that region is actually completing its regular season tonight the cartersville girls and boys are both two seeds the Cass girls and boys are both five seeds, and the Woodland girls and boys are both six seeds in that six-team tournament. The Cartersville teams, uh, if they hold on to their number two spot, they have guaranteed themselves spots in the state playoffs and will be playing for seeding. Uh, the Cass and the Woodland teams will both need at least one win on Monday night to advance to the region semifinals and reach the state tournament. So if all those seeds hold, the Cartersville teams will uh, receive those buys and will be in the semifinals on Wednesday. The Cass boys right now would be playing Calhoun on Monday. Uh, the Woodland boys would play Dalton. And over on the girls' side, the Cass girls would be playing Hiram on Monday, and the Woodland girls would face Calhoun. So... I plan to have all the final tournament schedules, all the particulars uh, located on BartosportZone.com later this weekend. Some of the seating and all will take place uh, after the games tonight. So, uh, Larry, let's bring Larry Gardner back in here. Larry, I know that you plan to do some coverage there on the Adairsville tournament in Region 6 AAA. Absolutely. We will be broadcasting live from Tiger Arena. We will have the games first for the girls and for the boys, and uh, those will be broadcasted live on the AdairsvilleSportsNetwork.com, www.AdairsvilleSportsNetwork.com. We'll also get a chance to cover some of the other teams in the region for teams that don't necessarily have that media coverage, so we will be putting that on for them as well to try to bring the best of region tournament basketball to the people in Region 6 AAA, Charles. And, of course, here on WBHF later on this evening, We'll have the Cass and Woodland regular season finale from out at Woodland High School. And then they will also, on WBHF, have quite a bit of the region tournament coverage because you've got three local schools right here in Cartersville and Bartow County that will all be in that tournament that will be in the Storm Center at Cartersville. So basketball tonight and basketball all next week on WBHF. Time for a break here on Bartos Sports Zone. And when we come back, uh, we'll touch on National Signing Day this week.
Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Larry Gardner, Jackson Hyde, David Coleman, and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. The rest of us are on the Zoom connection. Uh, college football recruiting has uh, kind of reached a stage where coaching staffs have to walk a fine line between how many freshmen to sign and how many do they sign from the transfer portal. We had the February National Signing Day this past Wednesday. Uh, and the 247 sports rankings kind of give us a glance at uh, which schools had the most highly rated talent in their selection. And the University of Georgia Bulldogs, uh, you know, not a big surprise here, but Georgia and Coach Kirby Smart came out at number one in the current rankings. Uh, the top high school signees, they signed a corner, Ellis Robinson, the fourth. He's a five star and a second highest rated player ever signed by UGA, ranking him right there in between Justin Fields and edge rusher Nolan Smith, and we know about their successes. Safety K.J. Bolden, a late five-star flip from Florida State. Linebacker Justin Williams, another five-star. And defensive lineman Joseph Jonah Ajanye, uh, both from Oak Ridge High School in Texas. A linebacker, Chris Cole, is another five-star and an offensive tackle. Daniel Calhoun out of Walton here in Marietta. He's 6'7", 365. That was the high school signees. And then you got the transfers, Jake Pope from Alabama. He's a safety. Michael Jackson the third from Southern Cal, a wide receiver. Trevor Etienne from Florida, the running back. Colby Young from Miami, a wide receiver. Xavier McLeod from South Carolina, a defensive lineman, and Landon Humphreys out of Vanderbilt, a wide receiver. Those are the top transfers that are moving into to Georgia. Uh, David, I'll come to you first. Uh, another stellar year for Coach Kirby Smart on the recruiting trail. Yeah, <clears throat> what a remarkable recruiter he is and, and what a remarkable recruiting staff that he's put together. I, I was reading where several of his assistant coaches have been named recruiter of the year. Even the, the uh, cornerback coach left to go coach, I believe at Syracuse. Um, you know, he, he, he did a fantastic job. Even the, uh, he was walking out the door. Um, Georgia's got it going on. There's no doubt about it. The next teams in the two, four, seven sports national signing day rankings Alabama, I, and these were as of Thursday morning, and the, as we were talking about off the air, there is some fluctuation from hour to hour almost as those rankings uh, change with different players coming and going. But Alabama came in at number two. Oregon was third. Miami fourth. LSU was fifth. Ohio State number six. Auburn seven. Texas eight. Oklahoma nine. And rounding out the top ten was Notre Dame. Uh, I know, Jackson, you were talking about during the break, uh, 
you had a kind of a surprise you thought was in there. Yeah, according to 247's rankings as of this morning, they had Miami ranked as the fourth best recruiting class for, for this this signing period, um, which is a surprise in the fact that, you know, there's really not been any consistency at, at, as far as a program is concerned. But I know they're putting a lot of money into their NIL program down there, and that probably has, has swayed some kids. But, uh, yeah, they have four, four five-stars and 11 four-stars signed by Miami, by Miami in this class is, is a huge accomplishment for those guys. Larry, uh, that's a lot of familiar names in that top 10 recruiting list, though. Those schools seem to always be there. Oh, they do. And and to go back, you know, Miami is my, my team. And the the one signing for me that or the transfer to me that, that had me just going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs was this Cam Ward, the transfer, the quarterback transfer from Washington State that came over. You know, people, people they just don't understand a lot of things when it comes to Miami football because Miami's not prevalent and it hadn't been for a while. But Coach Cristobal been able to get some of these key guys like Justin Scott, you know, Booker Pickett Jr., Chance Robinson, Artavius Jones. Those are some big four- and five-star kids and uh, to have the transfers that you come in. But you got to get the quarterback right. If the quarterback isn't right, nothing else is going to be right. So to be able to get that transfer signing was huge. But overall, to see, you know, it's, it's really with the, the college football playoff opening up to 12 teams, it's really just, I mean, the same with the cream of the crop, the, the schools that really surprised me falling out of the top 10, 15, you know, you know, Michigan, USC, those schools outside that rankings, a little bit surprising for me, but it looks like we're going to see a lot of what we've seen over the last few years, but just a bigger pot to play for here uh, in, the, in the upcoming season. Jackson, Georgia Tech comes in ranked 32nd and the other teams in our state, Georgia Southern was 87th, Georgia State 133, Kennesaw State 139, and Mercer comes in at 209 in the rankings. Uh, what are you excited about with Georgia Tech football, Jackson? Uh, the one that we kind of, you know, Larry just mentioned the quarterback position. Obviously, we're set with with uh, Haynes King at quarterback for the for the foreseeable next couple of years anyway. But uh, uh, kid's named Graham Knowles. He's out of South Lake Carroll, Texas. Uh, a 6'7", 220-pound quarterback, that, and I've watched some video on him. He's a three-star, and he can he can really play. It was kind of a surprise to me that we were able to get him out of the, as many Division One football programs as there are in Texas. It was surprising to me that we were able to get him out of out of the state of Texas. But uh, that's probably the biggest surprise and the biggest get for Tech in this signing class. Well, there were 32 five-stars in the 2024 cycle that have now made their decisions Alabama and Georgia combined to sign nine five-stars leading the country in the category uh, within the top uh, 247 individual player ratings. Clemson, Florida, Texas, Oregon, and Auburn signed two each. That means seven teams landed 20 of the top 32 five-stars that were out there. So, Jackson, I'll come back to you. That just kind of means the rich keep getting richer. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're a, able to get to that five-star ranking, you're obviously the cream of the crop in high school football. So um, you should get to be able to pick kind of where you want to go. I'm sure of all those guys, all everybody had offered them. So it's uh, it's good for those guys. Hard work paying off, able to, to work hard as a high school player to get to pick where you want to go. And obviously nine times out of 10, you're going to pick a successful and, and traditionally good football program. So 
uh, congratulations to, to everyone who's going to be able to continue their football and, and gain an education uh, at the next level. David, we've got about uh, 35, 40 seconds here, but uh, another top class for Georgia. Uh, but there still seems to be uh, some question marks on the offense to see if they can continue what they did a year ago. Yeah, well, they they continue to not recruit receivers well, um, apparently, because they keep going into the portal hard to find the weapons uh, to for Beck to exploit. Um, that seems to always be the hole in their recruiting is that receiver position. We'll take another time out here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll talk about some uh, new streaming services that may be out. Sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road at US 41 North is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for all your landscaping needs and check out the inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, topsoil, rocks, or landscaping boulders? How about cultures? or natural stone. Elite delivers with tons of options across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Larry Gardner, Jackson Hyde, and David Coleman on the Zoom Connection. Alan Sanders keeping us afloat back at the WBHF studios on an interesting morning of radio on WBHF. Let's turn our attention to college uh, football's uh, coverage and really sports coverage in general. Uh, as we find out this week uh, after a big uh, meeting and a reveal that there's a new streaming service for watching sports that will launch in the fall of this year. We found out earlier this week uh, that that streaming service for sports coverage will be uh, combining ESPN, Fox, Warner, and Discovery. They're, they're joining together to launch a new standalone streaming app to air some of their combined content. So uh, the two big questions that came to mind, what's included in that? Well, they're saying every ESPN property and every Fox sports channel plus the Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, and even True TV, all of those will be in the package. So every essential sports channel outside of the uh, the uh, historic network, CBS, NBC, and of course, Amazon. So that's a lot of different sports uh, producers, sports channels that will all be in this package. Then my second question was, what's it going to cost? And uh, although that's not been revealed yet, it appears that it's going to be in the $50 to $55 per month range. Uh, it'll be available uh, mixed into other bundles with providers like Disney Plus, Hulu, or Max. So guys, uh, I'll pose the question of what you what think about all this, but it sounds like they're simply putting a package together for the streamers who have already left cable. Larry, your thoughts on this new streaming package that will come together uh, specifically for sports coverage? Yeah, I think they did a trial run when they did the uh, NFL playoff game via Peacock to see what revenue they could drive through 
utilizing that streaming service to broadcast that playoff game. And with the numbers that they basically accumulated and, and drove in revenue-wise, they said, hmm, we might have us a cash cow. And you get enough geniuses together to start speaking on what could be, and here you have this baby being created. So uh, I think it's going to be kind of the way things are going to head. You know, we've been used to the YouTube TV and, and Sling and other streaming services to be able to get the sports coverage you want. Well, now for the, the, the sports heads, you're going to have one that will probably be what, like what you said, Charles, in the, in the 50 to $75 range a month. And, and they're going to drop and, and it's going to just, it's going to blow up and it's going to be amazing uh, because of what money they're going to get. They're going to, the rich will continue to get richer, but I think it's, it's smart for those who want to do the streaming services as opposed to cutting the cord with cable. And, and I mean, I think that's just kind of the way the world is headed to It's where we're driving to or it's not about the cable anymore. It's about the stream. Yeah. It seems like uh, this is just a conversion. Uh, the cable people out there, the folks that are still on cable, it seems like uh, they won't be impacted quite as dramatically, but Jackson, this just kind of puts everything in one place for the streamer. It does. And uh, I'll speak for my family. We, we cut the cord about a year ago, went YouTube TV, uh, so I've had to bundle together a few streaming packages to get the sports programming I want. And uh, this may be one that I can consolidate it into one payment. Uh, it's going to be you know, it's 75 a month. might be tough for me to pill for me to swallow, but uh, that would it's probably something I'm going to look into for certain. Yeah, they're twisting your arm there, Jackson. I, yeah. I, I got a feeling you won't miss your sports. You'll, <laughs> you'll find a way to scrape up the pennies. Uh, and have the Hyde household on uh, one of those packages. The Big Ten and the SEC met this past week as an advisory group taking a look at the future of college sports. Uh, that's the two wealthiest college conferences out there. It included university leaders and ADs. Uh, they say they discussed a variety of topics, and they uh, tried to reassure everybody this week that they're not looking uh, to pull away from the NCAA, but just looking at some of the problems and the issues. So, uh, Jackson, your take on the meeting between the two big conferences. Well, I think the saying that they're not a threat was saying that they are a threat. I think that was their shot across the bow. If things doesn't get regulated better and streamlined, that they, I think that's the goal is for them to look to. They've got, you know, as far as football is concerned, they've got, pretty much the cream of the crop now. They were able to take the, the programs out of the Midwest, the SEC was, and, of course, the Big Ten goes out west and picks up your, your major players in football from the Pac-12. So uh, I think it was – we're not a, saying we're not a threat to pull away is saying we are a threat if this thing doesn't get straightened out. So I think you'll see – I think you'll see some movement. I think the NCAA move, may move quicker than they traditionally will to try to get things in order. Yeah, those are the two uh... – wealthiest conferences that are out there and of course you've got other issues with the ncaa on the legal front the attorney generals in tennessee and virginia have both filed suits against the ncaa uh, regarding nil rules and, and those type things we'll take a quick break and come back to barco sports zone 
Do you see yourself traveling, working part-time, or moving someplace warmer when you retire? Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, wants to help make your retirement goals a reality. He can help you figure out where you are today and how to get where you expect to be. Working together, you can plan for what you want and be ready to take on anything unexpected along the way. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones member SIPC. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor lawn supplies and power equipment, but did you know they repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply, with Husqvarna mowers and everything you need to keep your property in great shape this season. Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway, just north of Cartersville, across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with David Coleman, Jackson Hyde, and Larry Gardner on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios as we head down the home stretch of this edition of Bartow Sports Zone. One more quick media note. Nick Saban is joining College Game Day. ESPN announced yesterday uh, or the day before about a month after he has retired as the Alabama coach, Saban, now 72 years old. Uh, he's no stranger to game day, uh, but will now serve as an official analyst on the set as well as across the SEC network. Uh, kind of a weird feeling there for him to take that role, David. Yeah, that man's duller than dirt and can spend 45 words and tell you absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if there's any personality there and and whether or not he's going to have any fun or if he's going to be the analytic guy uh, that's a, that's an interesting spot for him yeah larry you brought up a good point during that break uh they may be looking at him to take that corso spot but will it be as entertaining uh no i don't think it'll be as entertaining as 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 seeing corso put on the headgear the mascot so a team that he projects to win, I think that'll end up being a Pat McAfee thing. But I think having his knowledge of him there will be invaluable. And I, I look to see how he and Kurt Herbstreet will, will probably be the two that, that bind in that because I don't know how he can hang with Reese or, or Dez on the set at all. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's been probably chomping a bit to get back into something because he can't be still. Makes sense to me, and we'll look forward, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about it in the fall here on Bartow Sports Zone. Well, we've got a, a one more football game of quite a bit of interest coming up this weekend. Super Bowl 58 is on Sunday night in Las Vegas. Kickoff is set for 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. The San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Brock Purdy versus quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Um, Larry, I'll come right back to you. Does this come down to a battle of those quarterbacks? Uh, I think it comes down to the battle of the defenses. Uh, we know in history, Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game being ranked as an underdog. And as of right now, he is one, and he continues to just mold through them. You know, I, I, I want to see if Kyle Shanahan can lose the moniker of being the choke artist in big games. To me, it's a matchup of San Francisco's rushing attack against the front seven of Kansas City's defense. 
surprisingly enough, their defense has been lights out the whole playoffs. Can they continue to keep that 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 momentum going on that side of the ball? But again, to me, it would be an interesting story to see Mr. Irrelevant win a Super Bowl. I think that would be, you know, one of the Cinderella stories of the, the football season, if you ask me. But I think Patrick Mahomes continues to do what he does, continue to get Isaiah Pacheco involved and Travis Kelsey involved, and it's going to be a, a tough, tough game for the San Francisco 49ers. Patrick Mahomes has reached some elite company already. He's uh, now one of eight quarterbacks to appear in at least four Super Bowls. Of course, that list includes Tom Brady, John Elway, uh, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Staubach, and Jim Kelly. That's a pretty impressive company to have joined. Jackson Hyde, uh, tell us what you're looking forward to with Sunday night's game. I'm just going to have to kind of piggyback off of what Larry just mentioned. I think it's going to be a defensive ball game. Uh, the Chiefs have struggled offensively identity-wise in several games. I know they're clicking on all cylinders here at the moment, but that is a very formidable bunch of, of players that they're fixing to go up against on that San Francisco defense. So I, I expect somewhat of a low scoring. I expect both offenses to kind of keep it close to the vest and uh, probably not a lot of gambling. As far as chances taken, I think you'll see a, a, a heavy dose of the running game from both sides. Well, Mahomes, as uh, I mentioned a minute ago, he's 2-1 and one in his three previous Super Bowls. Uh, Sunday, he'll be going for back-to-back -back titles. Kind of gets you to thinking about quarterbacks and the Super Bowl. David, I'll come to you with this next question. Uh, the question is about the best NFL quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. There's some really good ones out there uh, that never earned one of those championships. Yeah, there is. That list is actually pretty long. Uh, I think the, the better form of question is who's the most tragic quarterback to never <laughs> win a Super Bowl. I think you have to have gone a bunch of times and lost to so that. For me, it throws Jim Kelly and Targenton and, and guys like that up there as far as best quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl. Obviously, Marino um, only went to one. Isn't that correct? Went to one his, his first year and never went again. Um, that's pretty tragic. It's crazy. Dan Fouts has got to be right there. I mean, that guy was just lights out. He and Marino's battles in the 80s were unbelievable. So. You've got a big list of characters to pick from that. Sure. I'll toss in there Warren Moon, Donovan McNabb, even Matt Ryan and Boomer Esiason were pretty pretty good NFL quarterbacks uh, that never won a Super Bowl. So uh, that list is out there. Uh, and, of course, there are still four franchises that have never even made a Super Bowl. The Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the Jacksonville Jags, and the Houston Texans now make up that list of teams. So uh, uh, I guess you got to keep working, got to keep striving. There's plenty that have never won a Super Bowl. There's eight of those, uh, but you've got four that have never even made it there. So Super Bowl 58 coming up Sunday. It's a rematch of Super Bowl 54. I think the 49ers might be a slight favorite. Uh, as they head into that on the Vegas odds, but it's pretty pretty even. You can pretty much find even money out there as far as that's concerned. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Bartow Sports Zone. We'll remind you we have high school basketball for you tonight here on WBHF. It'll be Cass at Woodland. 
with a tip around 6 o'clock for the girls' game and the boys' game to follow. For David Coleman, Jackson Hyde, Larry Gardner, and Alan Sanders, I'm Charles Wilson. See you next time on BSV. Oh,